that is uh, less than 3,000 total. That's pretty That's pretty cool. Yeah, we were talking about how much we fucking hate speed bumps, especially. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No, speed bumps are, are total bullshit. I think what really drives me nuts about them is they. it seems like they're placed with absolutely no consistency. You know, you'll be driving around in an area, you know, no speed bumps, but then you'll come to one street and, you know, it'll be speed bumps, you know, every... You know, a half a block or something. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, I do know. Why right that. here? And so, you know, I guess the question I have is who decides where the speed bumps get placed? Probably some fucking bureaucrat who's never actually been to the city or at least the some, part of the city. Some fucking, some fucking fat cat in Wall Street. <laughs> Some fucking pencil neck pencil pusher, who if pencil he pencil neck pencil pusher, yeah, who if he encountered a speed bump in his day to day life, he'd probably run screaming in terror. Uh, no, no, if he if he encounters a speed bump in his day to day life, it's it's in it's in the slight vibration he feels in his buttocks as his Mercedes S class goes over the goes over the speed bump, so... Oh, I was going to go a similar direction with that. I was going to say it's going to be the uh, 
polyps on the inside of his asshole that he feels <laughs> while the government pushes its giant cock into his <laughs> semi-willing uh, chunder. Semi-willing. I like that. Could you could you say quasi-willing? Quasi-willing. Quasi-willing. I can say it. <laughs> you can. I've proved Just it to it. you and to myself. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to do that for you. But, um... But yeah, dude, speed bumps. Yeah, the reason we were talking about them, and, uh, like I said, I moved, and I'm sure this is gonna sound like a petty complaint to anyone who lives in an actual big city, but, uh, <laughs> my, my house was directly in front of a speed bump. So, uh, about every five minutes, or sometimes even more during the rush hour, I would hear crunk, 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 right out in front of my house. As the as the ill-maintained vehicles <laughs> attempt to traverse the, the bump. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was, uh, so when I moved, I just had a few solid days of sitting in complete silence in the evening <laughs> and just reveling in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I know the feeling, uh... Uh, currently, my uh, deceased grandmother's house is sitting, uh, you know, waiting some new owners right now. Your grandma's house died? It did! Oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you, we had a funeral for it and everything, man. It was, it was uh, you know, a very, very hard day. But, uh, <laughs> I imagine the funeral being like, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I imagine the funeral being like a reverse Amish barn raising, where a bunch of people get together and tear down the house and pack it into a big box and then bury it. And then there's a reality show about it on TLC. <laughs> barn Packers! Well, anyway, so uh, they're looking for a new owner for the house. No, no, it, it has a new owner. They are uh, they are in the process of moving in, but there was a time when it, you know, sat, you know, it wasn't occupied, and I uh, went up there to do some, you know, TLC on the house, but I ended up staying overnight there. Uh, but, you know, way out in the country, you know, no one around, uh, you know, just absolute solitude. It's just crazy. So, uh, yeah, I can definitely appreciate going from, you know, the city to quiet like that it's very it's a very big contrast there isn't it yeah and once you get used to the noise of a bigger city it sort of you know it melts into the background it's white noise yeah absolutely. yeah so it takes you a while to even notice it's gone and for your brain to adjust to that new atmosphere yeah you know it just you're so conscious of the absence of sound for for quite a while and in other words it's Quiet. Right, Too right. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, like I'm expecting an ambush or something. Which I am at all times. That's why even if any of you manage to track down who we really are, I'm ready for you. <laughs> Rest assured. <laughs> <laughs> I have ten shotguns pointed at my door at all times. So what you're saying is don't go in through the door. Oh shit! <laughs> That's where you have your shotguns pointed. I should really put some shotguns in other places, I guess. Yeah, dude. Haven't you ever played a good tower defense game? You gotta gotta spread it out, man. 
I have played uh, probably a good tower defense game, but I've never been good at a tower defense game. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, those can be mutually exclusive. Yeah. Speaking of, so what are you playing these days? Um, most recently I've been playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 for the 3DS. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, tell me, tell me about that. Sure, so it's a Japanese role-playing game. I'm sure okay. you couldn't tell from the title. No, I, I had no idea. I was pretty sure it was about, like, you know, bench-pressing and, you know... <laughs> I'm sure your socks are blown and bleached by the revelation that that is a Japanese role-playing game title. <laughs> blown and bleached. I, yeah. I like that. That's mine now. Just like my <laughs> asshole. No, not not that my asshole is yours. <laughs> Just that my asshole is blown and bleached. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so it's a <laughs> Japanese role-playing game where you venture through Japan fighting and recruiting demons. Okay, alright, yeah. Okay, like, are, like, are we talking like Hellspawn? Yeah, uh, okay. from various mythologies slash religions, uh, Eastern oh, and Western. okay. Yeah. That's so. kind of cool. Yeah, it is, and uh, it has a neat negotiation mechanic where instead of fighting the demons, you can talk to them and be like, hey, we have common goals, you should come on over here, here's some cool gifts. What? What? So what you say is you sweet talk them and then you lure them with candy into your van? Essentially, yes. <laughs> into your great van. But anyways, uh, uh, so <laughs> that's really interesting. What kind of common goals do you share with a demon? Well, uh, some of it is surface-level stuff, you know, like you want to go on an adventure or you desire to fight other demons. Okay. Of course, you know, all these demons, uh, being from different parts of the world and such, they don't necessarily get along with one another, even. Oh, okay, so there's some intercultural tensions there? Exactly, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's actually, that sounds pretty interesting. Who's, it is. Who's the, uh, developer? It is Atlas. Oh, that's what I thought, yeah. Um, what's the other series they do? It's right on the tip of my tongue. That's Persona. That's it, yeah. Which in the West is called Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Oh, okay, okay. So, so the Shin Megami Tensei, that's like the overall, like, I don't know, brand or series or whatever. Exactly, and I'm sure that's I'm pronouncing fun. that wrong, by the way, because I don't speak Japanese. Same, yeah, we're, we're probably both, you know, really butchering that, sadly, but, yeah. Yeah, we're Alas. both bleach white boys, just like my asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna well. see, okay, so here's a drink, <laughs> here's a prototypical drinking game for theoretical fans of whatever the hell this is. <laughs> drink every time that I mention my asshole on the podcast. Alright, hang on. Shot. No. But, uh, yeah, okay. Alright, so every time Whitey mentions his asshole, Whitey mentions his weak asshole. Okay. My puckered. <laughs> <laughs> my puckered snow white. I don't want to say chunder again. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, gotta mix up those, uh, yeah, gotta mix that up. Yeah. 
So uh, that's what I've been playing. How about you? Well, actually, I got the new Doom. Speaking of demons, actually, I got the new Doom really on sale last night. Um, uh, I was watching a uh, YouTube review of it, and I found myself uh, overwhelmed with excitement at the thought of playing it. So I checked out a few deal sites, and I managed to find a uh, third-party site for like 55% off. So I caught chalked that up to a win. Because it's even less expensive than it was on the Steam sale, so that's that's cool. But dude, I just have trouble paying sixty bucks for new games anymore. Yeah, me too. Especially when you never know which one's gonna really capture your attention for very long. Actually, exactly. Uh, you know, big releases these days are just so hit or miss, and they've really stopped doing demos, which I find frustrating. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, from what I've heard from the game development community, I guess demos are harder to make than you would think. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, like, they kind of almost have to be programmed completely from the ground up for the most part. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So, I guess that's why they stopped doing demos, but yeah, the glory days of, like, ten-ish years ago where you can get a yeah. demo for any game yeah, like, uh, and you know, especially, you know, you know, it was great when, growing up when you didn't necessarily have money to, you know, yourself to spend on games, but you could get the demo for it, and it's like you kind of had it. You could kind of scratch the itch, uh, you know, for playing the game without actually having it, you know? Yeah, but, our mutual friend Judicius and I used mm. to spend, oh god, like untold hours playing the dream demo disc for Dead or Alive 2. No kidding. Yeah, I think it had either two or three characters and a couple of stages, and we would just go back and forth and back and forth yeah. and just that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I think it was my first my first laptop growing up, which was a, a, a hand-me-down PowerBook G3, which was obsolete even at the time, but... Uh, uh, it had the demo for the original Unreal Tournament on there, and, and I played the crap out of that thing. <laughs> I played the crap out of that thing because that demo had the one stage I cared about anyways, which was Morpheus, which was that low-gravity one. Oh, believe so, me, I remember Morpheus. Morpheus oh, fucking rocks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I miss that. I miss that game sometimes. We need to play Unreal Tournament 2004 sometime soon. We should. You know, it's even on Steam, and I've been meaning to get it, but it's just, it's at a price that's just kind of slightly outside of impulse territory for me. Yeah, it's, I think it's it, 15 to $20 or something like that. Yeah, I think it might be... 20. No, it's uh, 15 now. Oh, okay. That's cool. If only they would honor my 10-disc CD version. I know. I yeah. Oh, man, remember that? And then uh, <laughs> I remember that, you know, trying to do that when we try to have those land parties and, like, waiting for people to, like, install those 10 fucking discs, discs at the at the land parties. Took forever. Yeah, when they, and then they would install those 10 dicks into my asshole <laughs> <laughs> while they waited. I was wondering if you were going to pick up on that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I thought it was fun because uh, it uh, had that space mode, too, where you were in the fighter. And it, oh, and it had the vehicles. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the vehicles were good. The tank was a lot of fun. Oh, and then the the Manta, you remember? I'm, I'm looking at the product page right now, so I'm looking at all these photos, but uh, remember the Manta was the, the hovercraft? 
I do, um, yeah. Yeah, and you could... It had that secondary attack where it kind of, like, uh, kind of, like, kissed the ground for a second, so you could, like, decapitate people in the in the blades, and the rotor blades. Oh, I must not have used that, because that sounds really cool, but I don't remember that part. Uh, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I, I was a very capable Unreal player back in the day. Oh, so. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, remember our, our mutual friend, P20102, I remember him getting very frustrated at, at my sniping on a few of those maps, so. Yeah, well, he's used to being the best at most games. Right, right, and that was one I was really good at. <laughs> 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 he is, he is very, he's a very capable player in, in many, many games, but that was, that was my game there for a while. It was, uh, I'm sure it probably still would be. Uh, you know, if it if it had a, a community or a sequel worth playing, maybe. But I don't know. There's 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 newer games that demand my my attention currently. Speaking of which, like Doom. So how's Doom been going? You know, it's it's been been a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be honest. You know, when I first heard they were, uh, you know, making a remake, I kind of wrote it off as, oh, it'll be just another. Uh, you know, attempt at a shooter reboot, you know, kind of like Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem was, uh, you know, that just kind of falls flat, but, uh, no, it, it really, it just plays very well, it's just such a polished, uh, you know, uh, well-performing game, like, it's just, uh, very easy to move around, and, you know, the actions, you know, all feel very, very deliberate, you know. It's just it's a really good handling game. You know, it gets it gets everything you want in a shooter right really well. So yeah, from the footage I've seen, it looks supremely satisfying. To play. It's it's very satisfying, and then you know they play that like heavy metal butt rock in the background, so you're nah, 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 as you're you know chainsawing through you know through the demon horde. Uh, it's it, it's a lot of fun. So. Um, and you, you know, I, I really wanted it because it recently got a Vulcan patch, uh, which I, as a, uh, AMD Radeon graphics card owner, I find very, very interesting. So it's, oh, been... so it's like a crossover for the new Star Trek movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Vulcan is a, uh, is he, have you heard of like DirectX? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Vulcan is actually, have you heard of OpenGL? Yes. Okay, Vulkan is the successor to OpenGL, and it is a, you know, they call it a graphics API, like uh, DirectX, but uh, uh, it's very, very efficient. Uh, uh, it, uh, like DirectX 12, it tries to enable really low-level access to the hardware, like consoles have had for, you know, years at this point, try to enable that same kind of low-level access. So it's it's new, but it's it's exciting, so for the, for the techie, Techie geeks among us, so. But, okay, so the the change in tech is what inspired you to finally pull the trigger and the yeah, right yeah, place. because because uh, it's it's one of I think like one of only like two or three games of even out right now that even have support for that. So uh, if you want to try it out, it's really your only way to get into it. So. So I'm I'm pretty ignorant. I'm gonna venture in my comfort zone here, but I'm just curious. So if it's I'll a take successor, your to, I'll guide you. No. <laughs> so if it's the, the successor to OpenGL, does that mean it's supported on Linux? 
Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the great thing uh, versus uh, DirectX 12, you know, which is Windows only. Uh, but now, you know, that includes Xbox and PC. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so Vulkan will run on anything. Uh, and what's also really exciting is that uh, it's been designed to work on Android as well. And in fact, uh, the Galaxy S7 and the Galaxy S7 Edge are two of the first phones that support the Vulkan standard. So it's going to be really exciting when, you know, uh, mobile games will be able to take advantage of that same well-level hardware access that, you know, consoles and PCs will have too. So it'll really should make, you know, for really, you know, complex, you know, visually, you know, engaging mobile games, so. Yeah, that's probably, it sounds like then, that's probably going to be the next big thing for mobile technology. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be really, I'm really excited to see, uh, I think uh, uh, the Unreal 4 is going to run through Vulkan on Android, which will be pretty cool, um, so it'll be, it'll, Really, it seems like all we need now are games just to, you know, take advantage of this stuff. Yeah, just wait for the developers to get their act together and start incorporating it. And yeah, of course, uh, it's scary to be the first one to do that. Well, absolutely. And, you know, and, you know, like any, you know, uh, happens a lot in the tech world. You have, you know, one thing versus the other, VHS versus Betamax, you know, uh, uh, Blu-ray versus HD, DVD, you know, it's like that with, you know these graphics technologies to a point too so <laughs> right right <laughs> right remember when the 360 had that had that add-on drive for it i do yeah and they were, uh, yeah they were pushing that real hard there for about uh, <laughs> six weeks or so <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty much pretty much well you know you know what it all took was a porn you know, getting on board with Blu-ray, and now it's the... Hey, can you hear me? Did so that just drop out on you? I, I guess so, yeah. I couldn't hear anything for a while. Yeah, me neither. Huh. That was very weird. I'm used to Skype being a gigantic piece of shit, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's the first time that specific thing has gone wrong. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... We can edit edit it out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you let's go ahead and end this call. Yeah. And make a new one so the call recorder restarts. Okay. That Sounds way we kind of have a clean break. Right. Sounds good. Okay, I'll call you All right back. Okay. What's up? What's up? Hey, I was just <laughs> taking a second to go ahead and listen to that file to make sure that didn't fuck up the recording in some way. How'd but, it go? Yeah, we're squeaky clean. It's all cool. good. Squeaky clean. <laughs> Just like you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your bleached asshole? Oh, no, I was going to say my the tile in my kitchen I was just mopping the other day. What the fuck are you thinking about? <laughs> Why are you uh, thinking about my butthole? That's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Um. so before it cut out, you were talking about porn. Yes, yes. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, but yeah, talking about porn Blu-ray. But yeah, we can really think porn, you know, for Blu-ray being the current standard. So that's really all I had to say about that. So. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what's on your mind, Whitey? Well, uh, I just saw 
Captain Americana Civilized Wars <laughs> the other day, finally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just long enough to keep it from being topical in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I have not seen that myself. No. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It was real okay. Yeah. I'm glad I only paid <laughs> three dollars and fifty cents between nice. two tickets. Nice. Yeah. I, I went to a local theater uh, that there are two locations of in our area that I won't name. I'm sure you've probably. I I, I I think I know it for yeah. I'm sure. Here. Yeah. Uh, this is a place where the it's kind of like a porno theater that doesn't show porno in that you feel dirty just for being anywhere near the place <laughs> yeah I, I I can agree with that and I the for floors that. are perpetually mysteriously sticky yeah like where your where your shoes just like stick to the floor oh, like God. every oh man I I've been in uh uh, a few bars near my college campus, like the real bad ones, or I should I, I should say, you know, the real, the real, uh, you know, uh, busy ones, you know, that same effect uh, can be seen there certainly. It's, sure, it's, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, because that can come that can come from a few different things. Uh, at this theater, particularly, it's due to understaffing. Yeah, you just never yeah. see more than two people working there at any given time because, of course, like I just said, three dollars and fifty cents for two tickets. Uh, that doesn't doesn't allow a lot of room for profit margins. Yeah, you kind of get what you pay for, to be fair. Right, and, uh, absolutely. And also, my opinion of the movie is probably colored a little bit. Speaking of which, by the fact yeah. that uh, their projector probably has worse picture quality than my at-home television. Oh, okay. In fact, okay. it probably has worse picture quality than my my previous at home television. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the sound, instead of having like they don't even have surround sound at all, so it's just the big sweeping uh, surround sound score and <laughs> dialogue mixed down to what genuinely sounds like it's like a shitty one hundred dollar <laughs> Vizio sound bar. <laughs> I was about to say, do they just have like a set of set of like 2.1 Logitech speakers up at the front, like hooked up to a laptop or something? That is legitimately what it sounds like. During some of the quieter, like more somber parts of the movie, yeah. Um, and I was sitting pretty close to the front. I was just like, what? What did they just say? Right. What were they? I'm sure. I'm sure it was real important. What uh, <laughs> Hawkeye was just whispering about, but I fucking have no idea. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so the movie is okay. Uh, the best, absolute best parts of it are Spider-Man and Ant-Man. Oh, I didn't know Spider-Man and Ant-Man were in that. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. was added at the last minute because of a deal with Sony Pictures. Okay. To let Spider-Man into that universe. Oh, no kidding! Uh, they want in on the on that cash train. Yeah, now that they're but done it... thoroughly fucking up Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, really, really. They're finally like... looking elsewhere for some good ideas. So it's a new actor and everything playing Spider-Man. I, I was just about to ask. Yeah, who and... played him? Yeah, he absolutely nails it. Uh, it's Tom I... Holland, who you probably remember from Ember's Game. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
Okay, sure. Okay. And, is uh, uh, is Paul Rudd in there as a uh, Ant-Man? He sure is. Yeah. Funny. Now the problem is, uh, they are both. They share the title of best part of the movie. Really. And they are both in it. <laughs> for maybe 15 minutes. Oh, that is too bad. That always drives me nuts when they do that in movies. Yeah, and of course, you know, because of the behind-the-scenes stuff with him being added in the last minute with Spider-Man, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but with Ant-Man, it's just Come like, on. you already have Paul Rudd on contract. You know, right. they're already making other Ant-Man movies internally. Put as What's much Paul Rudd doing? Ant-Man He's not in there as possible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's funny yeah so that movie was okay yeah uh, i know you aren't the biggest fan of the marvel movies especially as of late but yeah it's just been a little burned out you know how many can there be uh apparently a shit ton because yeah. there's probably as many planned right now as already exist yeah you know i i i feel like uh you know at some point uh this genre will need to uh will need to grow up will need to mature like you know how long can they keep doing these family oriented uh movies i mean i'd i'd like to see you know some much grittier titles i guess is what i'm trying to say i i personally i don't need them to necessarily even be gritty but uh just just more real just more real like themes i guess you know, uh, more more adult themes, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, you know so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of the Simpsons episode uh, with Poochie, uh, and they have, they have the focus meeting uh, for Itchy and Scratchy trying to find out why kids aren't watching the show. Yeah. And the focus tester goes, so you want... A down-to-earth, realistic show uh, that's <laughs> swarming with uh, magic robots. I'm paraphrasing that. I know I'm getting that wrong. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's it's hard to gear a lot of those in a realistic direction because, right, right. I mean, there's just so much crazy shit going on in the background of every one of those universes. That's, uh, that's true. I just hesitate to say I want them to be gritty because of shit like Batman vs. Super. Okay. Well, well. See, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they have to stop, uh, you know, beating around the bush, and just really like go for it. Like, you know, maybe Spider-Man has a coke problem. I mean, I think, I think that would be interesting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and some comics have tackled issues like that uh, periodically. Right. You know, in the comics, I believe to- Tony Stark is an alcoholic. That's that a makes sense. Big struggle for him, and they uh, kind of cribbed elements from that, I believe, for Iron Man three, but didn't make it alcohol. They made it. I don't even they make remember. It. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but he was he was struggling with some sort of addiction problem. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. But well, that goes to show you how unmemorable some of these. Sorry. <laughs> well, see, and that's the that's the thing. I wish they would stop doing them for the sake of doing them, but that is also the state of the industry right now, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the to an extent right now. Yeah, it's just gonna go until it can't go anymore, just like everything else does, unfortunately. Right, right. Have you seen Deadpool? 
Yes, actually. Now that was that was entertaining. Sure. Yeah. So that was. I enjoyed that. That was a good way to sort of grow it a little bit. Not necessarily more mature, but to at least deal with some subject matter that came. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just yeah. by virtue of being in a PG-13 movie and all the other and all the other ones. Right. Right. Well, and I mean, you know, the the uh, audiences that. Uh, you know, were children when this whole craze started in the first place. You know, they'll be they'll be getting older and older now as time goes on, and you know they will you know start. I feel like you know they're going to want you know that same material you know catered to their you know maturity level. So yeah, I feel like at some point it, it's going to have to grow up to survive. Yeah. Well, I really hope that the fad after comic book movies have had their time in the limelight again is actual good video game movies. That's true. I think that is a dramatically underserved, uh, you know, niche. Yeah, and I mean, the hard, the hard part about it is that things like Warcraft, which just came out, are, uh, by all accounts, very slavishly devoted to replicating the feel and the universe of the games to some extent. Yeah. And still really, really suck. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's hard to take a game, I feel like, World of Warcraft, and make it a two-hour two movie. Because uh, it's just, that's not World of Warcraft. You know, World of Warcraft is a fast, open-ended adventure. Uh, how do you how do you distill that into a two-hour plot? Yeah, I was actually just reading a, an article earlier today about how video games are unique in the fact that they uh, they allow an authoritative voice in fiction to remain intact while also allowing for deliberate uh, deviation and exploration from it. And, uh, That's true, yeah. It's kind of like... So video games are like a 3D picture, and when you sort of squash them down into a movie or into any other format, you're kind of losing the 3D aspect of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And something is just inherently lost in that transition. Right. There must be some way to overcome that. Well, you know, I still think there, there's got to be something to, uh, you know, take a game with a really strong narrative, uh, you know, Half-Life, Mass Effect, Unfortunately, Assassin's Creed is now a bad example. Um, <laughs> but, but, or, you know, or just you know, take those games with a really strong narrative. I feel like there has to be some way to, uh, you know, take those major plot points and you know, arrange them into a two, two and a half hour movie. You know, when it's much more focused like that, and especially an action title as well. And, and you know, like, and you know, like World of Warcraft, part of the whole deal of that is being able to, uh, in the first place, is being able to to customize that your character, make it your own. You tell it with a movie, you totally lose that emotional intimacy, you know, uh, with your with your character there. Yeah, and speaking of which, you know, not not even just games that have a creative uh, character function, but uh, games, a lot of games, especially Japanese ones, have main characters who don't talk right, right. <laughs> everyone around them talks and it's how do you translate that 
Right, right. Like, if you make a Legend of Zelda movie, of course this is the hoary old chestnut to trot out. You make a Legend of Zelda movie, do you fucking have him talk or not? That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know. Who do you get to play Wing? Yeah. I think is the, the question. I mean, uh, or like a Mario Brothers movie even. Because that's true. Mario does not speak sentences at that's, all. That's very true. And neither do most of the others, although they at least do more so. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you translate the voice actor, if you bring over Charles Martinet, who does his voice in the games, yeah. does anyone want to listen to that voice speaking for minutes on end? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you know, what just what just occurred to me, so, you know, what what is the point of a video game movie i guess in the first place because like if you is is it interesting to just retell the story in a a uh two-hour narrative versus you know versus a video game but at that point if you're making you know an original narrative in the universe then why not make it an original story in the first place when you're not constrained to that world that's a very good question, and I guess uh, I don't have a good answer other than my selfish motivation for wanting good video game movies. Yeah, is to be able to share them with people who don't play video games. Oh, and and use that as a as a bridge, if you will. Yeah, or, either as yeah. a bridge or just as a demonstration point of you know this is this thing I've been talking about for a decade. Right. Or so. This is what's cool about it, and this is how you can at least see what I like about this. Right, right. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, with video games, you know, a uh, video game about a movie will work, but a movie about a video game is very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, you have to... With, with movies to video games, of course, there's a whole other bag of problems that comes attached to that. Right. It, it's not like it's not like book to movie or movie to book or, you know, a novelization of a movie, you know? It's not, there aren't the same challenges there, you know, for sure. Yeah, it presents some very unique things. And, uh, <laughs> and also another problem, not to get too deep into this, we can stop talking about this topic at any time, but... Uh, one other unique challenge is that so many movie or so many video games, pardon me, have uh, very liberally cribbed from movie tropes and also from specific elements from specific movies. Like yeah. Metroid, uh, very liberally steals at least art and some uh, tonal notes from the Alien series, especially. Oh, okay. How do you make a Metroid movie without just looking like you're ripping off Alien? Right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, you just really would have to leverage that, um, you know, get the suit right, get the, make sure the enemies are recognizable, the environments are recognizable. And that's my, that's my problem with a lot of video game movies is that, you know, the, the environments, the costumes, you know, just don't look anything like the games that they've come from and it's like why even bother you know calling you know associating it with that game at that point right like when they made that need for speed movie right and the common right. link was that there were cars in it basically yeah yeah 
Right, and that's a that's a very tenuous association to make. You could take any movie about cars and cons- and maybe put Need for Speed in front of it, and it would kind of make sense. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> Need for Speed to some extent was already like ripping off the Fast and the Furious and stuff like that. Well, wasn't wasn't Need for Speed around before that though? Because wasn't Need for Speed around in the early to mid nineties and Fast and the Furious, I think, was like... Was it really? 99. Okay. I may be wrong on that, then. I just remember all that stuff, uh, for me, has, like, a similar origin point of, like, the early 2000s when, like, extreme things were really in vogue. (laughs) Extreme... Oh, yeah, like, extreme ironing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, uh, Vin Diesel's Triple X... Which was oh, a spy yeah. movie where he does extreme sports as well. Hey, you know, that it wasn't an unentertaining movie. There, all. It certainly has its moments. Right, right. Especially, there, <laughs> not it, too specific, but especially it, the part where he's on a motorcycle and he jumps a ramp with the motorcycle and kicks a dude in an exploding car <laughs> tower. Right, right. I mean, how can you not be amused by that? Uh, I definitely am amused by it, but, uh... <laughs> what more do you need? Uh, not how much. That's, that's how much more. <laughs> oh, That's dude. coming back, by the way. What is? Triple X. Huh, I should do a Google search for it. Yeah, they're making a third one. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that uh, Xander Cage, why do I know all this? For one thing, I <laughs> <laughs> do. You know all this. <laughs> Xander Cage, Vin Diesel's character from the first movie. Yeah. He's killed off off screen in the <laughs> second movie because he Vin Diesel isn't in that movie at all. Oh, so no. they mention like, oh, Xander Cage was killed in action, blah blah blah, and yeah. now he's just back in. <laughs> and it's like that 10 is, years later that is amazing yeah it's, it's amazing. very odd uh they just do not give a shit yeah it's just uh, i guess vin diesel's doing his victory lap of just returning to every franchise that he abandoned well i mean yeah he uh he has the fame now so yeah oh yeah and so the first need for speed was in 94 and the first Fast and Furious was 01. Okay, well, I, I stand corrected on that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just for informational purposes, of course. But, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Huh. But All we right. can have a whole conversation about what inspired the other. Yeah, that's true. It's a whole Ouroboros of incredibly bland and uninterestingness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, I, I was going to be really mad, but I so enjoyed the way you dropped Ouroboros there. You know, I'm, I'm going to let slide, so... Oh, I try to use that as much as possible. Well, now, see, if you keep using Ouroboros, you know, uh, it'll lose its effect. You know, you gotta you gotta sprinkle your Ouroboros, you know, around so your Ouroboros does not get overused. Sure, yeah. Well, the Ouroboros is <laughs> just my hero, Ouroboros, Ouroboros. Uh, he's my hero because he can loop completely around and just look his own asshole oh okay it's just it it really appeals to my 
the Ouroboros is my spirit animal. Oh, <laughs> uh, does he too have a bleached asshole? Uh, at this point, probably. In at fact, this point. If anything, it's probably it's probably unclean because he licks it so much <laughs> that the skin is probably raw and starting to get oh. bloody. <laughs> oh. You know, kind of, kind of on that note, uh, you know, I I frequent Reddit, um, and I found myself watching a GIF of a particular, particularly uh, involved earwax removal. Oh no! Yeah, and like they showed it, like the doctor had a little camera on the end of his tool, so you like saw the tool like go into the go into like the ear and you see him like you know scrape away at like the ear canal and so you know of course like the earwax has been in there so you know it's all like inflamed and uh you know just just gross and it gets all bloody and but like he eventually pulls out this like it's like a plug of earwax it's oh. it's it's pretty gross but somehow we're gonna be having nightmares about tonight you know, it was really, you know, it was satisfying though to watch. Like when he like pulled it out, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm glad, glad that guy, you know, got that. So, <laughs> I'm sure he feels better now, at least. I'm sure he does, man. After he stopped vomiting for ten hours straight because of what just happened to him. Uh, dude, can you imagine what that smelled like? <laughs> uh, jeez. Like cheese? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Probably like certain kinds of cheese, yeah. Probably. Cheese can get pretty gross. It can. It can. How do you feel about blue cheese? I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love blue cheese. Yeah, my uh, my wife makes hamburgers. Hell with, yeah. With chives and blue cheese mixed in with the meat before nice. cooking. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely divine. Nice. That's really good. Yeah, I love a good blue cheeseburger. Especially uh, blue cheese and bacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just ate a hamburger before we started recording oh, this. Really? Oh, really? And now right. I feel like a, ha- a fat ass for being hungry again already. Ooh. Okay, okay. So I like to make pizza for myself. Uh, homemade pizza. I'm thinking... What about, like, a blue cheese and bacon burger pizza? I'm sure that would be amazing. Where, yeah, you, you, you know, you have, like, the ground beef on it, but you also have, like, bacon, bacon crumbles and blue cheese on it. And yeah. then and, uh, you could do, like, I don't know, it needs, like, some kind of sauce drizzled on it, maybe some, like, onion straws. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, okay, oh, so... Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> here's the question. Would the so would the blue cheese be replacing the pizza sauce, and would there still be other cheese on top of it, or would the blue cheese be the primary cheese? Oh, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, let me let me think about that here. I guess it would need you would almost need like uh, a binding cheese. Yeah, a binding cheese, but I don't know, maybe like a even a cheddar. I don't know what what would go well with blue cheese, or maybe something more mild like a like a Swiss. Yeah, maybe something almost uh, that would disappear into the background a little, like a like a sort of smoky provolone. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. And, okay, uh, okay, smoky provolone. Yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking maybe replace the pizza sauce with buffalo sauce. 
See, I was thinking buffalo or barbecue. Yeah. I think either one would be good. And man, yeah. I'm having to mute my microphone every few seconds here because I, my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I may I may have to make that make that tomorrow for my girlfriend. So I will have to send you a picture uh, if I end up doing that. So oh, let dude. you know how it turns out. Well, geez, I mean this is this is illuminating upon why we need a show like this. Yeah. In this specific instance. Yeah. Because uh, it's a good way for us to just catch up and keep up with one another. Hi. Right. Without having to incessantly text, necessarily. <laughs> yes, why don't we record these conversations and let people listen to them, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, man, I didn't know you even had a girlfriend. You know, it's still kind of a new thing, so, uh, you know, not, you know, not at that point where we're doing everything together. Not yeah, that it needs to be at that point, no but... rimming yet. Yeah, yeah, so, no, 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 no rimming. <laughs> oh, no, Have, haven't gotten to the, to the rim date, I, I, I guess, what, how do you, how do you approach that, oh, you know, we may have to save that for the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> which anniversary is the rim anniversary? Exactly, exactly, is that... Is that six months? Is that a year? You know, you know, where where does the rim come in the relationship? You know, <laughs> that's what. No pun intended, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, like I said, kind of a new thing. So, but yeah, it's going pretty well. So, uh. <laughs> uh, did you ever meet? Hey, it's probably someone. I think it's someone you you've met met uh, before without naming names. So, oh, your girlfriend is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Okay. So yeah, with well, that's that's gonna be hard to puzzle out without the names, especially. I will have to. I'll get to you later, and then you'll know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That'll be behind the scenes. Right. Well, Donate I mean, five hundred dollars to our Patreon that we don't have <laughs> to listen to the special the special bonus recording where the, the <laughs> real names and the real secrets get revealed. Man, it's only worth five hundred dollars for you. Well <laughs> <laughs> that would be five hundred dollars per month. But if they get all that information at once, why would they keep subscribing to it it's, it's shut up <laughs> gotta think this through man why would i i why would i ever think anything through you know that's true i gotta remember who i'm talking to <laughs> yeah that's just a waste of time things things go really shitty no matter how much planning you put into them so why so, even bother planning anything right just just wing it like yeah fuck it yeah Oh. Fuck it right in its puckered asshole. <laughs> well, Whitey, I'm watching the, the time here, and I'm thinking this is a pretty good spot uh, to, you know, leave for this session. So, uh, any parting, parting words to our listeners here before we sign out? Well, I'll go ahead and do some shameless plugs. Uh, 
you can, for it. You can listen to another show that I do. Well, that I technically do. <laughs> it's kind of unfair to use that in the present term. Uh, called the Dead Pixels Podcast, where I review uh, unfairly maligned movies, games, and television shows. Uh, so far, only games, but uh, I guess that sort of counts as an announcement, because the next episode is going to feature a movie. Well, thank you very much, Whitey. Uh, this has been Smunch. Thank you for listening. I'm Frank. And I'm Whitey. Have a good one. Poor fucking Donutfish. Yeah, really, like, fuck off. It seems believe